Hello and welcome to the 13th episode of the Anatomy and Physiology On The Go podcast, the podcast intended to provide you with brief, important, big picture ideas and concepts in the realm of human anatomy and physiology. I'm your host, Gilda Harris, and I'm a professor at St. Philip's College in San Antonio, Texas. If you like this episode, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you are made aware of all the newest content that I create. Without further ado, let's get on to the next episode. Today's episode of Anatomy and Physiology On The Go podcast will cover the concepts of diffusion, osmosis, and tonicity. Diffusion is the net movement of something from a region of high concentration to an area of low concentration. It may make more sense to you when you hear an example. Consider what happens when you squeeze a drop of green food color into a glass of clear water. The drop is fully concentrated food color and you are squeezing it into a glass of water that has no food color in it. Once the droplet hits the water, you will see it dissolve into a much smaller pieces of color until it eventually mixes with the water entirely and changes the color of the water. This is because the color is diffusing from an area of high concentration, in this instance it's the droplet, to an area of low concentration, which is the glass of water. It is the net movement of the dye dispersing throughout the water. A similar example would be a sugar cube dissolving in a glass of hot tea. The sugar goes from packed molecules in the form of a cube to nearly invisible as it dissolves. This is diffusion. While it is always fun to talk about the kitchen, let's see some real world examples of diffusion in the human body since it is Anatomy and Physiology podcast. Why do we breathe? What happens when we breathe? Have you ever stopped to think about it? We breathe to bring oxygen into our body, but where does it go? Yes, it enters our lungs, but how does it go from our lungs to everywhere else in our body? It travels through blood. But how does oxygen enter the bloodstream? The answer is diffusion. After your blood delivers oxygen to some place in your body, let's say your brain, it comes back to your lungs hungry for more oxygen. When you inhale, you bring in oxygen into your lungs. Since now there is a high concentration of oxygen in your lungs and a low concentration of oxygen in your blood, the oxygen will diffuse from your lungs into your blood. Now your highly oxygenated blood will carry this oxygen back to its brain. Your blood has high concentration of oxygen and your brain tissue is lacking oxygen. So oxygen then diffuses from your blood into your brain. This cycle then continues until you die. This is diffusion. The movement of a substance, whether it be food color or oxygen or something else, from an area of high concentration to an area of low concentration. It is the substance that moves. So what is osmosis? While diffusion is the movement of a substance, osmosis is the movement of water. That is the key difference between the two. Diffusion is substance, osmosis is water. Let's talk a little about osmosis. The first concept to understand about osmosis is osmolality. Osmolality is the concentration of solute in a liter of solution. 
In easier terms, it is how much stuff is in a liquid. This stuff can be glucose, proteins, electrolytes, or anything else. A glass of water with nothing in it has an osmolality of zero. A glass of salt water has a much higher osmolality as it has several particles of salt floating in the water. Water will travel from an area of low osmolality to an area of high osmolality. Water goes towards more stuff. Let's say you have a fish tank and you split it in half. You place a membrane in the middle that will allow water to go through it, but nothing else. On the left side of the fish tank, you have pure water. And on the right side, you pour 10 cups of sugar on that side of the fish tank. Since there's more stuff, in this instance sugar, on the right side of the water, therefore water will go towards the right side of the tank. It will move from the left towards the right since the right side has more substance. The water will sink on the left side and rise on the right. That is because water is moving towards more stuff because it wants to dissolve it. Osmosis is very important in your body and one key example of osmosis in your body occurs in your kidneys. Your kidneys are basically a long winding tubes that filter items in and out of your body. If your kidneys sense that your body has too little sodium, when sodium passes through the kidneys, it will resorb it into your bloodstream to help increase your sodium level. The opposite also happens. If your blood has too much sodium, your kidneys will absorb less sodium and make you pee out this excessive sodium, thus lowering your blood sodium concentration. But what does this have to do with osmosis? Let's consider diabetes. One of the symptoms that people with new onset diabetes report is an excess of urination. They pee all the time and they don't know why. The answer is osmosis. Normally, you need to resorb sugar in your kidneys because you need sugar to store and use as energy. This functions perfectly fine in non-diabetics with normal kidneys, but people with diabetes have an excess of sugar in their blood. As this sugary blood passes through the kidneys, the kidneys are unable to handle this huge sugar load and can't absorb it all. So the sugar stays in the tube, the osmolality inside the tube is higher than the osmolality outside the tube. There's too much stuff in the tube. And what happens when there's too much stuff? Nearby water surrounding the tubes enter the tubes via osmosis to try and dissolve and dilute the sugar. Since this tube leads out to outside of your body via your urethra and excess of water in the tube means more urine. This is why diabetics pee so much. Their kidneys can't handle the sugar. The sugar stays in the tubes. Water enters the tubes through osmosis and then exits the body as urine. One of the easiest tests for diabetes is to check for their sugar level, their glucose level in their urine. If this value is high, then you worry about new onset diabetes. Disgustingly enough, back in the day, centuries ago, people would actually taste urine to tell if people had diabetes because the urine would taste sweet from all the sugar. Be happy that this isn't the case anymore. So to recap, diffusion is the spread of substance from high concentration to low. Osmosis is the flow of water from an area of low solute concentration to high. 
In diffusion, the stuff moves. In osmosis, the water moves. Finally, you can't talk about osmosis without briefly mentioning tonicity. Tonicity is the measure of the osmotic water gradient of two solutions separated by a partially permeable membrane. That is complicated. Think about it this way. A cell has water in it. A beaker has water in it. You place a cell into a beaker. Which way does the water move? It depends on the solute concentration outside of the cell. If you place a cell inside a hypertonic solution, hypertonic solution means that you have a lot more solutes outside of the cell. The solution has hyper, hyper means too much, too much solutes outside the cell. Therefore, water will move from the cell to the outside, causing the cell to shrink because it loses more water. And then the opposite, if you place a cell inside a hypotonic solution, hypo means less. If you put it in a solution that has less solutes, water will go from the solution into the cell, causing the cell to swell up and potentially burst. An example of this would be like putting a raisin in water. The sugar concentration in a raisin is higher than the surrounding solution, so the water will travel inside of the raisin, causing it to plump up into a grape. The final option is an isotonic solution. If you place a cell inside an isotonic solution, meaning a solution concentrate is equal between the two, so therefore there is no movement, there's no net movement of water that will occur and it is at homeostasis, which is balance. The word iso is derived from the word meaning equal, equal solute concentration outside the cell as it is inside the cell, therefore there is no net movement. That's it for diffusion, osmosis, and tonicity. Diffusion is the movement of a substance from high concentration to low. Osmosis is the movement of water from low concentration of solute to high and tonicity depends on the solute concentration outside of the cell. Thanks for listening and please be sure to subscribe and leave a comment on this podcast so that they can continue being produced.